0: friends. Welcome back to All Things Divine. I am your host, Erica Dontello, and today I have an impromptu bonus episode. As you know, I am here to help you feel safe and secure, deeply centered, and grounded within your home. Your home being your mind, body, spirit, soul, and physical environments. And with that being said, my passion to help heal others comes with transparency as well. I have to tell you the truth about my day. So I'm just going to jump in and get started because I took some notes, but again, like I said, this is an impromptu bonus episode. So although I have some bullet points, I'm going off the cuff. (laughs) So today I was working on something and I was just so frustrated because although I have this practice and company that I'm building, to make sure that I have, constant, have a constant flow of money because we all know that businesses are up and down sometimes with revenue, I'm also an accountant. Now I have mentioned this a few times on episodes but I quickly moved past it. <laughs> so today I was doing some business stuff that I was super pumped about. I was scheduling a meeting and going over the agenda of that meeting that I'm having next Monday. But I kept having to do accountant stuff, which I'm grateful for, but doing that really frustrated me today. So there was like a time in my life where I wanted so bad to have a quote unquote office job because that's what my mom and grandma wanted me to have. Well, After they realized that I was not going to graduate college, come back to the small town in Texas and work as a dishwasher in a restaurant or the nursing home. That was not my calling and not what I went to school for. And that's a whole other story for another day. (laughs) But as I was stating, at one time in my life, crunching numbers, assisting someone figure out with figuring out something and just being in charge of something that was what I always wanted. Now, I still like being in charge and assisting, but y'all get what I'm trying to say. So because the accountant stuff I had to do today, which was non-stop, took away from that time that I would spend on my business, I was just so frustrated that I actually started to cry. I know, first world problems, that's what my friends and I say, like if we cry about something like, oh, I have a stable, uh, steady income and I just don't feel like doing it today. First world problems, I understand, but I'm going somewhere with this. I went for a walk and when I got home, I saw my sofa, like as soon as I opened the door and walked down the hall, I saw my sofa and I just walked over to it, turned on the sound bar and you know, definitely had some music going on my good playlist and I just sat in silence nobody interrupt me. I'm having a moment here. So I sat in silence and I actually cried because there's just so many things that I'm trying to process. So I just allowed them to surface. I then went and I took a bubble bath for about 45 minutes. And of course I moved that sound bar to the bathroom and I continued to have a moment. And at one point it's like, I knew what I was crying about But then I wasn't sure, like, I know that I had just trapped energy that I just needed to let flow and so that I can ground myself. And in doing that, I heard God say to me, tell them about Job. And I was shook because I'm thinking, okay, you want me to tell them about Job? But God, I just dropped an episode on Monday I'm trying to be more structured and I have to re-record the episode for Black History for Friday. And now you want me to do an episode about Job? Lord, I'm not sure if this fits my theme of high frequency for the month. I did. I was trying to reason with him, but he just kept saying, tell them about Job. Tell them tonight. And here I am being obedient and also being transparent. So this episode is for anyone who has gone through something deep in their life that was traumatic and you just didn't know how you were going to get out of it. But there were signs before it happened. So on this podcast, we definitely have conversations about God and my journey. This is my belief and I do not discriminate against what anyone believes. I'm not educated in other religions other than the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit and my personal experiences and my deep relationship with God. And so I just want you to know that I welcome your religion and what you practice. And I want for you to welcome mine as well because we are friends in this community and we are accepting. And again, I want you to feel safe and secure and it's it's okay, but I want to share this story because I feel that it could help everyone. So here is Job. Okay, so 12 years ago, I started to realize that I was changing spiritually. And one thing that is so hard is when you are changing, but your partner is not changing with you. So that was really difficult for me at the time. And I felt like the more I was evolving, the more horrible experiences were happening that was just like trying to distract me. And that's interesting that I just had an episode about static noise and mentioned silence. And I practiced that today and 12 years ago. So this is all divine timing. So I'm rolling with it, God, I am being obedient. So I was going to a church and I did not know the Bible like I do now. And still yet I don't know the Bible in its entirety, but I am learning every day. So, at that time that I was starting to develop a relationship with God, my spiritual gifts were starting to heighten. I was all over the place and confused, and no one could really help me with that process. They just preferred to say things like, What do you see? or What has God told you? And I already knew that I had gifts, but a prophet came and called them out to the church. And I was terrified, but also I was not going to deny them. I just wanted someone to help me along with the process. And so I didn't really get that at that time because everyone has different gifts. And with what was happening with me and what I was explaining, I mean, I had people look at me like, I don't know what to Tell you to do, just pray about it. So at that time, I learned that I was able to pull things out of my dreams. So I can stop the dream and communicate with my waking, sleeping 3D self and continue sleeping and continue on with that dream. So, words like tabernacle, I would wake up and ask my person what is a tabernacle? Now I know y'all are probably like, wait a minute, weren't you in church? Like girl, what is going on? What are y'all learning in that church? But at that time I hadn't heard that word in church. I wasn't even going there that long. And that word hadn't come up yet. Okay. Then I heard the word, the name Silas. And I don't wanna to get too far into that because that has an entire other story that happened around this same time. So I had all these dynamics happening to me. And one night while I was sleeping, I was able to communicate the word Job. So I woke up asking, what is a Job? Like, it, sound, it looks like Job, but it's Job. Like, what is that? And I'm being honest, I had no idea, I had no clue. Because again, I'm just now learning. I just started going to this church. I did not know the Bible. I did not know this story. But there was this obsession to find out more. And if you don't know the story of Job, I highly advise you to read the book of Job in the Bible. I studied it and I became so afraid. I didn't want to lose my family, money, the land, or become sick. I didn't want to have people look at me and not really support me or feel like I'm being punished because of my sins. And it's so silly to say that because at the time I was struggling with some things. So I just felt like something was brewing, but I just couldn't pinpoint it. So I'm struggling with things, but also spiritually heightening with all of these gifts and things and I I mean like I said there were so many dynamics going on so I felt something was brewing I couldn't pinpoint it but this person knew that I could see things secrets in places that you try to keep like in dark places I can see them so it was interesting because one day I happened to touch someone's phone. It was a cell phone, a second cell phone. And I picked it up because they had dropped it and I got a flash of images. And I was like, whoa, what was that when I just touched this phone? I went to sleep that night and I had a dream that was pretty much elaborated because I feel like at the time it was easier because I had so much noise around me. It was easier to communicate with me in my dreams. And that happens to people. I know that I'm not the only one. And that's why, again, I'm going to go back to the episode for Monday, static noise and how to be silent. I mean, this is all, this is so divine. So I remember waking up and I was crying and I, said to this person, this is what you're about to do to me. And of course, you know, we get the whole, oh my gosh, that's not true. I would never, but I was like, no, it's about to happen. And I know that some people might be saying, well, you can pray against it. But at that point, like I had so many signs, I knew it was coming. And I knew that the deception was getting like thicker, but again, I could not pinpoint it. I just knew it was radiating off of this person. And I remember saying, Lord, just let it come to the light. I'm weary. Now, remember I had studied Job. I didn't want all that devastation, but at that particular point, I was just so tired. My mind was going crazy. And when I said that, I felt that I had accepted that assignment and and that it was an understanding that I knew it was about to get real and it was going to be really hard. And it was not days later. I mean, it had to be less than five that my life changed forever. At that time, I felt that it was so awful because it was something that I did want deep inside. But the problem was the chaos that came with it. I didn't know all that was going to happen. So it was just constant drama, turmoil, deception, manipulation, rejection, bullying, betrayal, mental, physical, and emotional abuse and trauma to me and my son. I am telling you every day every single day so many people don't know like what the heck we went through because I didn't speak up I got the typical oh she mad she just mad because but no I was trying to speak up to help me and my son I was losing my freaking mind and all of the insecurities that I had ever had in my entire life was on display. And this person wanted me to be okay with being disrespected or my son being disrespected. It was, it was just insane. So with all of the chaos going on, I was trying to just keep praying at y'all. I tried so hard. And I remember telling my mom, I was so excited. I was like, God told me 12. He told me the number 12. So, of course, I was like, okay, 12 days and this will all be over. Yes. But y'all, 12 days turned into 12 weeks. And that turned into 12 months. And I realized, oh, no. God is saying 12 years. Now, I did lose a family member during that time. My grandmother, whom I love dearly. I'm about to cry sorry and um I miss her and I just think about her every single day and I know that she is proud of me and watches out for me and my son so when I lost my grandmother my son was also missing so imagine trying to process losing a grandmother while also trying to help my mom plan a funeral and oh okay more emotional trauma. My son is missing. Like what? Now this person, I didn't have to call the police for this particular situation. Like I did one previous, cause he was actually missing. Um, um, this person wanted to keep him out of school, but you should have just, if he was struggling with the fact that my, that our grandmother passed, then he should have been brought back to me like he was supposed to be. Um, So it was just really anything that could put me in distress happened. And one night I was just so tired, y'all. I was so exhausted with all of this. I mean, I just remember one night I was just crying and I told God, I was like, I have experienced humiliation, deception, betrayal, and manipulation before. I've experienced this before, Lord, but this is a whole other level. And it was just, like I said, constant. It was every single day. And when I would react, it was always put to others as, Look, she's crazy, oh my gosh, she's screaming at me. I don't even know why. But you do, (laughs) I couldn't take it. So I decided that one night I was going to take my life. And I was saving the story for suicide month because I too understand what that feels like when your back is against the wall, you feel like you have nowhere to turn. And that feels like your only option. I'm sorry I'm emotional during this episode, but I know what that feels like. And, you know, it was during my Job time, so I won't go too far into that story, but please know that I am here and I understand. So... You guys don't understand that when you say something like that and you put it in the atmosphere that that's what you want to do, it's like a spiritual contract that you sign with Satan. And I remember specifically not having control of my emotions. I was assembling an assault rifle together that I had never saw being put together. I never cared about guns. But that night, I was not controlling myself. And when I realized I was in some type of sleep state doing these emotions, remember earlier in this episode, I told you that I can communicate with my 3D self in a sleep state. When I realized that that was going on and like my, I did not have control of my um, my emotions. I could see my hands putting together this rifle And I knew I was in danger. And so all I could do to try to get myself out of that state is scream out. I screamed, Jesus, like I just screamed, guys. And that's all that I could do. And that was enough. And I remember right after I screamed, Jesus, I do remember passing out and I didn't wake up until the morning. And that person actually came and got their stuff the next day. And they took all of the guns because they, again, they were not mine. And I was so happy. Plus, I just wanted that energy and their stuff out of my house. Like, go on. So I guess that would have been like my dark side, like turning to the dark side. I'm not exactly sure. Now, some people will say, why don't you just get over it? And a person that this person knows who also enables and stirs drama said this to me one time. She was like, just get over it. And my answer to that would be, why is it that when a woman of color tells the truth, she has to get over it or she's being dramatic or she's trying to start something? Why am I not allowed to tell the truth so that it can help other people? Those are my questions that I would say to that. And then I would also say, bye wig. Oh, okay. Lord, forgive me. You know, I love a good unit, but we're going to move on. So I lost a lot during that time. I lost my grandmother. I lost so much money. And if I had to calculate it, if you had the land that I lost, which I didn't even want to get, I would say that within a nine-year period, I lost a total of over $100,000 just from the 20000 from the land, and then the attorneys, therapists twice a week, my savings account. <laughs> um, but yes, my son did. My son and I had therapists twice a week for me and him because that's how bad it was. And they felt that we were both in an unstable state and they were really just awesome with wanting to help. And I know I said this earlier, but I'm going to say this again. Um, Attorneys, chow, it was so much money that I had a running bill for my attorneys every month. I was cutting at least one K to two K a check every month. Yes, I said it every month. But I kept asking God, Lord, how long are you going to let this happen to me? I was so toxic and I was so unstable that I could not have relationships because I didn't even like the way that like if you touched my face a certain way, like that wasn't, I I would just freak out. And I had panic attacks, anxiety severe depression. Like, Lord, I, I'm trying, like, that's what I was telling him. Like, I'm trying so hard. How long are you going to let this happen to me? Like, how long do I have to keep doing this? I'm doing everything that you're asking. And I feel like I'm becoming more toxic. I feel like so broken down and battered. And he would tell me to keep going Sometimes he was so silent. I couldn't hear nothing from him. And I would and I would sit in silence to try to hear him. I didn't get any signs, no words from a faithful servant, nothing just silence. But I never cursed God. Now of course, I'd scream and say, "God, help me. Help. Why are you letting this happen to me? I'm a good person. What did I do?" Please, Lord, I'm being tormented. Give me a sign right now so that I know that you are real. Yes, I did say things like that. But I was not going to go to the dark side. Like I said, I could have, but I did have my aunt, my mom, and several other people that shall remain private that just formed a prayer prayer circle of protection around me. So when I couldn't cover myself, I was covered. And sometimes that is all that we need is just someone to stand in the gap for us. So thank you to everyone who was with me during that time when I was just all the way down. And I remember wanting to check myself into a hospital because I just felt so unstable because my mind, if I say I love you, and there are, there are people that are no longer in my life. Never have I said anything to humiliate them. Never have I told their personal business. Never have I like tried to make fun of them or even befriend someone that I know that seriously have, has tried to hurt them before. That's how I rock. And I may make the decision that, Hey, this friendship is just, we can't roll like this anymore, but I'm going to remember all of our fun times and you don't have to worry about nothing with me. It's just sometimes friendships have an expiration date and I'm going to honor that date, (laughs) but I'm going to honor you. And so someone who is creating all this ruckus and telling personal business, and that was elaborate, like exaggerated, sorry, um, and laughing at me and having people associated to them call and like mock me or my son on the phone. And then whenever I would call back and be like, you know, cause you know, it was up like, you're calling me, you call me first. I'm going to keep calling you. Then they would like try to call the police on me for calling, saying that I was harassing. Y'all I'm telling you, it was insane. It was insane so I'm grateful for to everyone who just kept praying for me during that time guys this is so hard making it through this impromptu episode like I am in tears trying to stop them from coming because I know if they do (laughs) I don't know if I'm going to be able to finish but I'm going to push through because I need to finish this. So that time was just really bad for me and my son. Again, like I said, my son personally, he was in therapy two times a week for a period of four years. And, you know, that's how unstable he was. Like he was crying out for help. And I'm just, I'm not going to go too far into that because that's not my story to tell. Um, But just imagine. You know, the worst case scenarios of mental health that a parent could just be afraid about that was happening. And I was exhausting all of my resources, but the system, it can be flawed. And sometimes when things happen and people don't live in the same cities, you have to deal with several counties. And that's where the cluster can start as well. But God showed up one night and he prepared me and told me before that he was that he was going to show up. And when he told me this, he told me this months before he said, it's almost over. And when that night came, because something happened prior to that night and I knew, okay, this is what he's talking about. This is the time. It's five months later and four to five months later. And this is the time. And I knew that it was going to happen quick. And it did. And that night forever changed things, but the damage that it left on my son took three years without a therapist to work through. And I just remember texting three friends that night and I quickly told them what was going on and I asked them to please pray. And I have never, ever said a word about the truth of that night. And I won't. Again, that is not my story to tell. I was just happy that what God told me was about to happen, happened. And that's what I was really happy about. I I don't, I, that again, that's not my story to tell. So in these past years, our past 12 years, at least nine of them have been in a toxic environment that I just simply couldn't run away from. Like I just couldn't. So I finally understood and took the advice from a family member that has passed. He told me, because now let me just back up a bit. I'd lost my grandmother during that time, but this particular family member was not directly like a blood relative. I'll say that. So, but I did lose him as well. And, um, I remember he told me to be quiet and to, and he would say silence. And at that time, I thought it meant that I had to keep enduring the disrespect, the lies, the craziness, and just not stand up for my son, but it meant something deeper. And again, that's another episode that's coming up within the next few weeks. You know, we've already started learning how to sit in silence to stop the noise so trust that there is a buildup and we will be deepening the word of um, this. We will be, <laughs> I can't even talk. I apologize. So we are building up to the deepening of the word silence. So I'm going to keep moving on so that I can finish this episode. The last three years now, because remember, it's been 12 So the first nine years, that was just a toxic environment. But the last three years, maybe, yeah, three years, it's been great. It's been happiness, healing, love, abundance, gratitude, and just like, y'all, just love. And I feel that I've come like full circle and that God put me right back to where I was whenever I was a kid, dreaming and connecting with him. And I am now doing all the things that I wanted to do or that I said I was going to do as a kid. And let's be honest, I wanted to do so many things and I actually have. And the interesting thing that I've actually learned about my personality is that I'm a manifesting generator. And it makes sense why I said, oh, well, I want to have a business. I want to be a news reporter. I want to be, um, I'm going to have, I don't I would say all kinds of stuff. I'm going to have a fashion store. I'm going to have my own line because that is what a manifesting generator does. And um, so it makes me laugh because, and it also validates <laughs> me saying that I want to do so many things. And even just with, my company, there's so many levels to it that it just really makes so much sense. But my son, he is well, he's almost 21, and if you're a parent, you know that almost 21-year-olds, they think they are so grown. But he's a good kid, and he's a really good person. he's just a solid dude, and I'm just so grateful and thankful to be his mom. So I'm not fully sure why God wanted me to share this episode, but I have prayed that it reaches who it needs to. Now, you may be going through just something so horrible right now. It could just be a really tough time for you right now. And I want you to know that you are not alone. We have a community here that will stand beside you and pray for you. Like, this is why I'm so passionate about what I do, because other people need to know that when you have no one close that you can turn to, there is someone that you can still talk to here. I'm not here to tell you that you're going to go through 12 years. That was just my experience, but I am here to tell you to start to listen to the signs, pay attention, and really just start to learn what God puts on your heart now remember he told me about Silas so I read about him and one of the stories that I read is that Paul and Silas were praising God in the jail and the angels came and he he, the angels broke them out and so my takeaway was well one I did feel like I was caged I very much felt like I was caged and I couldn't fly, but it was praising God in a situation like that, in a bad situation. And I also had an interaction, a real human interaction with someone named Silas. God, he told me about Job. He told me 12. He did have people come to me like the person who is no longer with us. And that person, you know, he told me, okay, this is what's about to happen to you. And so I need you to be silent. I'm going to tell you how this is going to play out. And everything that he told me how it's going to play out, it did. And so I thank the Lord for teaching me silence. So I was equipped for this war, so to speak. Now, I wanted to be equipped more, like I wanted to do some serious damage to about six people, but the Lord was like, girl, that is not of me. That is not me. And he says, only with your eyes will you see the punishment of the wicked. So that means that we don't laugh. We don't try to punish them ourselves. That is none of our business, how that is handled. And honestly, I have such a deep understanding now, like a spiritual one, And I don't want to see, I don't want to see or hear about anyone hurting or being punished in any type of way, like not even someone that was an enemy. I don't want to see that. That's hurtful to me. So guys, the journey was so hard, y'all. So many nights screaming and crying but I always and will always come back to God. I got my strength from the Lord. I discovered a new church and I just absolutely love it. Now, it's a, unfortunately, it's not in the same state as me, but it's great because they have it online. And they do have events that I can go to so I could still fellowship and pay my tithes and all of that. But God, He restored friendships that I didn't think that I could get back. He restored me dreaming and believing again. He just, He restored me overall. And He will restore you. You are equipped for what you are going through. So if you are going through anyone, I'm sorry, if you are going through anything and you have no one, please reach out and we will provide you with resources We can even meet one-on-one and of course i will help to keep things positive for you with all of the information that we provide on our website and on our podcast you don't have to hide in the dark until it's over we are here with our hands out and we will walk you out of that darkness with the help of the lord and his guidance of course So thank you for listening to this impromptu episode. It is almost 11 p.m. at night, but I will be posting this very soon. And I will see you on Friday, friends. Have a blessed week.